0: Welcome to the Eagle County School District Board of Education meeting on October 18th, 2023. We'll call the meeting to order. Please join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. Appreciate folks joining us here tonight and those of you that are able to watch virtually. We will be kicking off our board meeting with consent agenda items. These are agenda items of routine and non-controversial nature. By approving them at once in a consent agenda, it allows us to dedicate more of our time and energy towards other items.
1: I'll move to approve the consent agenda.
0: Second. Thank you, Dr. Long and Ms. Alter. Missy?
2: Thank you, Madam President. Mrs. Alter? Aye. Mrs. (laughs) Connellan? Aye. Dr. Long? Aye. Mr. Pena? Aye. Mr. Reynolds? Aye. Mrs. Stecker? Aye. Mrs. T. Varkunas. Aye. Motion passes 7-0, thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Missy. Uh, From here, we will roll into public participation. It's great to see some friendly faces in the room, Uh, We have a process where as public uh, members of the public can join us during this time. They submit their um, information and what they'd like to speak about on a blue card, submit it by 6 p.m. and have a chance to speak for up to three minutes. Uh, We'll welcome you up. We've got a podium over here. You can uh, touch the button that looks kind of like a human figure to see the red light. We want to make sure we capture audio through our recording system. I'll turn it over to Secretary Reynolds to- Secretary
3: Reynolds, Dan Reynolds, thank you so much for coming. Uh, yes, three minutes, please keep that in mind. Once Lou's timer goes off, which hopefully you can see from the podium, please wrap up your comments and let the next person talk. First up, Lindsay Hawkins.
4: Yes, thank you. Um, thank you for this opportunity and thank you for all that you do for Eagle County Schools. My name is Lindsay Hawkins. I am a teacher at Gypsum Elementary. I am also co-president for the Eagle County Education Association. I've been teaching at GES <clears throat> for 19 years. In that time, I have watched countless talented and knowledgeable colleagues leave Eagle County School District. There are currently only three other teachers in my building who were there when I started. The majority of our teachers are in their first few years of teaching or on international visas, or many of whom are on international visas that prevent them from staying in the district um, and building a life here. We need quality teachers in Eagle County and we need them to be able to stay. We do an amazing job of training our teachers and giving them professional development to help them grow, but so many of our teachers stay only a few years and then take the knowledge and expertise they gain from Eagle County Schools to other districts, states, countries, and professions. The combination of low salaries and high cost of living simply make it too hard to stay. The mill levy, 5A, would help ensure that we can improve teacher and staff salaries so that we can recruit and retain quality educators and fill all of our positions. The bond, 5B, would help to ensure that we have adequate employee housing Uh, so that staff can afford to live in our Valley. It would also provide more early childhood spaces that our Valley so desperately needs. Unfortunately, we live in a state that does not fund education like it should. According to the National Education Association, Colorado teachers are the most underpaid teachers in the country. The good news though is that we have the power to take matters into our own hands. This Valley cares about, about its kids in many ways the Vale Valley is like a big family. <clears throat> we know and look after, why am I crying? <laughs> we know and look after each other and we provide support when it is needed. It is time to take care of the students in Eagle County Schools and to ensure that every child has a high quality teacher so that they can get the education they deserve. I wanna take this opportunity to thank the school board for putting 5A and 5B on the ballot and thank you in advance to our community for doing right by our kids and voting yes on 5A and 5B.
3: Push Thank in. you, Lindsay. Next up, Karen Kolababa.
5: Hello, good evening. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come in and speak with you tonight. My name is Karen Kolobaba, and I am currently a teacher at Red Hill Elementary. Last year, Red Hill lost 22 staff members. We are seeing a time where we have massive exodus of our staff for many reasons. Our valley is incredibly difficult to live in right now. It's a very expensive valley, as everybody here knows. We currently are going to be looking for a kindergarten teacher because we had a kindergarten teacher and then we had a kindergarten teacher resign. We are in desperate situations. We have seen wonderful teachers come through, be raised up through the professional learning that we have going on in Eagle County Schools. And then as Lindsay mentioned, they move on to other places. They move out of the state, they move out of the country, and they also move into the private sector. Um, It's vital that we are able to have the opportunities to pay staff what they are worth in order for them to live here, to have the affordable housing, and also to serve our community with opportunities to have extra early childhood education. So I just want to say thank you so much to the school board for putting 5A and 5B on the ballot this fall, Um, and I am looking forward to our community coming together and helping us meet the needs of our students. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Karen. Next up, Kelly, Adrian.
6: Sorry,
0: Kelly, do you mind just pressing the little button so your mic turns red? Thanks, and we can keep it on for, is that a little better?
6: Okay, thank you. <laughs> my name is Kelly Adrian. I am a mathematics teacher at Gypsum Creek Middle School. Um, I really wanna thank the board for putting the mill and bond on the ballot. Um, this decision to increase funding will provide our schools the opportunity to not only make improvements that are very, very much needed in the buildings, but also for us to hire quality educators. Um, as many of my colleagues have stated, Um, we need educators who we can train and who will stick around. Um, Eagle County School District already currently houses some of the most amazing educators I've had the quality to work with. Um, I started this district um, in June Creek Elementary when it was shut down during COVID and have bounced around from school to school trying to find my home. And I have experienced a loss in educators at every school I've been at. This is not isolated to one school. This is a problem district-wide, and it is stemming from the fact that we are competing with other districts, not only in salary, but in housing as well. Um, Our educators are amazing, and they give their heart and soul and everything they have to their students. Um, Quality educators not only elevate our students, but they also elevate our schools. And when we have quality schools, it elevates the community. The community rises with our schools. We have higher graduation rates. We have higher return in our investment in our economy. So we also see a rise in housing prices. So for people who are upset about this potential increase, guess what? Good schools, they raise the value of your home. When you live next to a quality school, people want to live there. They want to come to Eagle County. They want to live here. And so an investment in our schools is not only an investment in the students and the teachers and the buildings and all those other physical things. It's an investment in our community, and our community needs this. We struggle a lot with um, issues that a... uh, a major city like Denver would have, but we're a rural community. We're a ski resort town. We have lots of turnover. We have lots of families coming and going. Um, so we're a rural community with big city problems. And the only way to address that deficit is by elevating the community. And this Millen bond will do that. So thank you so much for putting it on there. And I really hope that people vote yes. <laughs>
3: thank you, John. I mean, Kelly, Whatever. get it though? Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Unity Day. I had to wear orange. I have. Next up, Noreen Treadway.
7: Hello, I'm Noreen Treadway. Um I have been a teacher for 18 years, and I've been in the Valley since 2011 um, as a teacher. This year, I'm at Eagle Valley Elementary as a special education teacher. Um, My, I'm here to thank you also for putting the mill levy and bond on the ballot. Um, Our situation is a little unique because I am a teacher married to a teacher. (laughs) Um, So teacher salaries are really important for our family. Needless to say, it impacts our ability to stay in the Valley. Um, We appreciate the district prioritizing teacher salaries over the past 10-ish years. (laughs) Um, And that has enabled our family to stay here. Um, We have two young daughters um, in elementary school and um, I really want quality teachers for my children. Um, Oftentimes, as others have mentioned, um, our kids end up in the classrooms of first-year teachers, and everybody has to start somewhere, but we don't want new teachers in all of our classrooms. Um, Where I grew up, um, teachers stayed. (laughs) Um, Teachers were paid well, and they never left. Um, My nieces are in high school now, and they have teachers who I had over 20 years ago. And that's because teachers are able to afford to live and stay um, in the community where they teach. Um, So I really want my children to have that same experience of um, having teachers in front of them who are experienced, qualified, motivated. um, And in order to get those teachers to stay, we need to be able to continue raising salaries. Our community has been really great at supporting the mill levy and bond ballot initiatives. Um, The past few times we've brought it to the community um, and I hope the community will show up again um, to support the children in the um, Vale Valley. So, thanks.
3: Thank you, Noreen. And finally, Mitch Forsberg, please.
8: I thought maybe some walk up music or something would be nice. Just to reiterate what my colleagues have said, um, thank you for your courage, thank you for your forward thinking and putting both the mill and bond um, uh, on the ballot this this fall. Uh, This can be a critical time for our district, both for salaries and compensation, both for the ability to retain the teachers we've worked really hard to attract to come here in the first place as well as to um, just retain that staff. Um, It's, some of my colleagues from Gypsum Elementary are here and it is difficult to count the number of teachers over the last 20 years at Gypsum Elementary that have come and gone, as I shared with you earlier this evening, you know, lost um, some critical staffing. Um, Not just to a different district, but just choosing to exit education altogether. We work really hard to train our teachers to do best for our students and both of these bond and millivy override would give us the tools to try to do that even further um the early learning center on the on the west end would create a critical need fill a critical need for our community as a community benefit but also just an academic benefit to our school district specifically in giving us uh, a head start um in in meeting the needs of of our community so thank you um uh, now the hard work begins right now now we get to roll up our sleeves and 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 tell this story, not to the choir, (laughs) um, but to those folks that aren't here tonight. So uh, you've got my support in in doing that work. So thank you.
3: Thank you, Mitch. And thank you to all the community members here tonight. Madam President.
8: Thank you.
0: Uh, Next, we're gonna move on to new and old business. This is the portion of the agenda where we look forward into items that we wanna prioritize in our next few meetings. Uh, Tentatively, Uh, This is what we have in the queue for our next meeting, which will be November 15th, after election day. So please make sure you get out and vote. Uh, We are planning to have an executive session, followed by a work session where we'll look at uh, data from both the BESS survey and the Healthy Kids Colorado survey. And then we'll have time with our youth equity stewardship students. In our regular session, we'll move on to strategic plan updates around multi-tiered systems of support and the infrastructure and systems around those. Uh, we will have a report on preferred partners and community organizations. We will have a section around early childhood and uh, our policy council bylaws and a self-assessment on the work that the early childhood department is leading. Our strategic plan update will include a stock take report on our housing master plan. As we've heard tonight, we know that that is an enormous priority in order to attract and retain quality staff. Uh, And then we'll have a quarterly fiscal management monitoring report. What else do we want to prioritize time for?
9: I have something I'd like to learn more about. I would like to know some more about um, athletics in the district, the goals and policies around it. Um, Our kids just spend a lot of time during the school year involved in athletics and our community is um, thankfully very involved and great fans of all of our teams. And um, I just don't know very much about it or the policies and goals and hiring. Um, coaching staff and training and that kind of thing so thank you Lilia.
0: what else do we want to learn more about or do we have questions around
1: I was waiting for or maybe it's planned in another uh, month or so but I felt like we were, we were talking about safety upgrades at certain schools, and I, I think that some plans were made and maybe some budget money was put aside for that, but I would appreciate um, an update into how we're gonna improve um, safety at each of our schools.
0: Thank you, Dr. Love. What else is on our minds? all right thank you for that opportunity and missy's always fabulous about capturing notes and seeing what we can fit in along those lines Uh, from here we'll move on to reports starting with our superintendent report superintendent qualman
10: thank you i'll jump in here i want to start out with some celebrations Uh, we got some great news from eagle valley high school they made the ap honor roll this year with college board Uh, that took uh, some tremendous effort on their part 78 percent overall pass rate on ap exams at eagle valley high school It's taken them several years to get to that point, and it's been a a project of former principal Greg Dones and and, uh, now Tom Tom lafrom so I think that progress will continue. Uh, Of the class that just graduated, 53% of them took and passed at least one AP class, and almost 10% of them had taken and passed at least five AP classes in their high school career. So they've really done a tremendous job of improving and growing their AP program, so I want to tip my hat to them. Uh, Also, we got some great news this week, Um, 1994 Battle Mountain High School graduate Casey Cooney uh, is the California Teacher of the Year and that is out of 30,000 teachers in the state of uh, California and his mom, Pat Casey, still works for us. Uh, She works at Battle Mountain High School and the Media Center and I told uh, Pat congratulations uh, to Casey. And let him know we have some positions here if he wants to move back home. And we can, uh, you know, depending on what happens on November 7th, we may have some housing available. So uh, congratulations to Pat and, and to Casey uh, for, for that great award. Uh, Eagle Valley High School softball uh, qualified for uh, the state tournament this year. So congratulations to them. Uh, didn't make it past the first round, but that's still quite an accomplishment to qualify. So good job to them. Uh, Battle Mountain Boys Soccer is, uh, at this point, uh, I think in the top five in the state. We won't know for sure their final ranking until after their last two games tomorrow and Saturday. Monday, the seeding will come out for the playoff tournament, but they're looking very strong and excited to see uh, some home games in playoffs for for the Huskies. And then uh, I also wanted to point out Porter Middow. Uh, He's a cross country runner at Battle Mountain High School. He set the course record in Grand Junction at the Warrior Lincoln Park race with a time of 14 minutes, 38 seconds. Anything sub 15 minutes is world class. So he is now ranked number one in the state of Colorado, number one in the United States. And uh, congrats to head coach Rob Parrish. Uh, That is a heck of a runner. That name Medow you may recognize uh, he has a dad in town who does some running and competing as well. So he comes from a long line of, uh, of, of successful athletes. Uh, both our Eagle Valley and Battle Mountain uh, boys golf, that's golf teams, uh, spell check, Phil, uh, were competing at the state tournament and and finished uh, ninth and 10th respectively at the state tournament. So uh, congrats to head coaches uh, Chris Hovel at Battle Mountain and Jeff Duggan at Eagle Valley for their work. Uh, so. Kids are doing great stuff, so I know you wanted some updates on sports. Those are some good ones right there, but we'll give you some more details uh, to your point uh, at, a, at our next meeting. A few more updates. I have been doing a lot of staff meetings. I appreciate principals and teachers giving me a little bit of their time uh, to explain what 5A and 5B are all about. Uh, these are not campaign visits, they're just educational. I think it's important that our staff members understand what we're asking for so that they can answer questions in the community when they come up. Um, one person posed to me a question uh, about a postcard they received in the mail uh, that, that said that we're actually asking for a $195 million bond, and I wanted to clarify that we're we're asking for a $100 million bond, and and we're we're very transparent about what that money will be used for, and and to explain where the $195 million number comes from, uh, it, it it's pretty pretty simple to do the math on that, and it's really just the. Uh, the the interest that comes with any kind of a mortgage. So for example, if you were to take out a million dollar mortgage for your home, uh, you would tell people that you had to take out a million dollar mortgage. By the time you pay off that 30 year fixed rate mortgage, you're gonna end up paying almost two million dollars with interest included, but you don't say that you had a two million dollar mortgage. You had a mortgage for a million dollars and you paid interest on that. We're asking for a hundred million dollars and we will pay interest on that. But the history in our district of, of paying off bonds has been that we have paid them off early, and we have also refinanced them to reduce the rates of of interest and and try to make that more affordable to the district and to the community. So I just wanted to be clear that we are asking for a $100 million bond, and we would not phrase it in the way that it is on that postcard. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Vail Board of Realtors I visited on October 5th, got to explain to them uh, about the, the school district uh, it's important for them to understand as they're working with people moving to and from our community, what our school system has to offer. And, and for many of them, I don't think that they understood how big our district was, how many schools we have, how many offerings and programs we had. So that was a, a good educational experience for them. I also touched on 5A and 5B with them as it does impact property tax, and it was important for them to understand those, those implications as well. I appreciate the invitation from Amy Reed to attend to Vail Board of Realtors, and we're happy to come back anytime. Uh, Board of Education candidate forum uh, was held last night at Battle Mountain High School. Uh, so I wanted to say thank you to all of our candidates who showed up. So several of you there, uh, and to our communications team for being present, and especially Missy, thank you for setting everything up to make make that happen. Uh, it's important for the community to have an opportunity to meet these candidates to know what they represent in terms of uh, of educational policy. Uh, tomorrow night uh, will be a busy night, so. Uh, that makes this a three-night a three week with the candidate forum, a board meeting, and, and two events tomorrow night. Uh, Eagle Valley Parent Night, it's really parent-teacher conferences uh, tomorrow night, but we have been invited uh, as district leaders to provide a, a side presentation to parents who have questions about standards-based grading. So we're, we're happy to be there and, and set up at the high school to address a few of their concerns, and explain a little bit about SBG. But again, it's parent-teacher conferences, so it's not, it's not our show We're just there as special guests. So happy to come and and, and address that. And also tomorrow night, Eagle Valley Middle School's Community Connections. Uh, This is something that Principal Mandeville has established at that school, bringing in a lot of community partners uh, that uh, provide uh, services to our students. So I'm happy that that he puts that on every year and happy to to get the invitation to to show up there and support him and his staff and students. And just a reminder, uh, we should have ballots in the mail today. Uh, November 7th is election day, so encourage everybody to participate and uh, exercise your civic duty to vote in in this election. Thank you, Madam President, that's it for me.
0: Thank you, Superintendent Quellman. We'll move on to reports from board members. Which side shall we start from tonight? Mrs. Alter, would you like to start us off? Thank you.
2: It's been a pretty quiet few weeks in terms of board work. Um, I did go to a ECEA get-together probably a couple weeks ago now, um, and I always love getting together with teachers and picking their brains and just getting information on what's going well and what's not going well and how they feel about different things. Um, Katie Lieblig, who is at Edgers Elementary School teacher, who is now, I guess, a co-president, was just really transparent about um, you know lots of things that she you know was thinking about and um, it's just always great catching up with her so thank you guys for inviting me for that Um, and yes I was at the candidate meet and greet last night and to get to speak to a community member it was fairly quiet but I did get to have a long conversation with one nice gentleman Um, and that's kind of it it's been an emotional 10 days or so for me so I'm feeling fairly quiet at the moment
9: Um, Let's see, Um, we just got back from break. I hope everyone enjoyed their time off, Um, well-deserved break. My family stuck around town um, this year for the break, and I wanted to thank all the people in our community who also stayed in town last week. to support our kids and our community. My daughter's school alone had several events, including sports tournaments and open gym days um, during the week. I know there are a lot of community partners that provided fun and exciting camps during the week. And I also ran into several teachers and principals and staff who stayed here last week or cut their vacations short to head back and fit in some extra work or planning for um, the next few weeks. So um, thank you all for giving your time and energy to help our community.
1: Just a couple of things for me. Uh, Next Friday, I'm going to uh, Battle Mountain High School um, to review the kitchen. Uh, We have a great relationship. I work for CMC and our culinary program uh, uses the kitchen at Battle Mountain High School to uh, teach those uh, culinary students there. Each year we're uh, required by state law to do a professional advisory committee. So we bring industry, local industry uh, professionals, Uh, from uh, all the restaurants Avail Resorts, Sweet Basil, um, Alp, lots of different um, high-quality local restaurants, and uh, they have to tour the facilities where we're teaching the students how to cook and making sure they're up to the standards uh, when they finish the program that they can go to. uh, They often get um, positions at those kitchens, so next Friday we're doing that tour at Battle Mountain High School. Uh, This week, too, I've had a, a... Super opportunity to teach uh, for a week at Battle Mountain. Uh, they had some staffing issues, so I'm teaching a typography class uh, for the graphic design program there uh, this week. And we are, uh, it's class of 19, and we are creating our own typeface this week. So that's a lot of fun. Thank you.
9: Um, I have been helping on Mondays at Eagle Valley Elementary with a small group of kids in fourth grade doing math. That's been challenging for me. (laughs) (laughs) And which reminds me, I got asked the teacher if I can bring pumpkin bread, because they asked me if they do all their homework, if I could bring them pumpkin bread, so anyway. Um, Besides that, um, we've had a great break. We were out of town, and now we're all recharged to keep going.
3: You guys might not be aware of this, but as one of my obligations as Secretary Treasurer of the Board and, and for use of this laptop here, I attended a 30 minute online cybersecurity refresher training. <laughs> Successfully passed.
11: The past few weeks have been very busy, Um, well, since our last meeting. Um, I did go to, got to spend some time with my girls, um, family day at CU Denver. Great time, got to see the kids and see a lot of the programs that they have to offer. Um, Then, uh, although my kids aren't in school, uh, I have a lot of family and friends that are still in there. So we had Eagle Valley Homecoming, so that was a very busy week. Um, It was good to... uh, I see the girls volleyball team do well and you know even this week uh, I think they got some little bragging rights over uh, Battle Mountain last night we won't talk about that but because uh, it's kind of conflicting I graduated Battle Mountain and uh, got Eagle Valley on both sides so I go ah, that's kind of but um, that's the little bragging rights there um, good for them it's good to see these kids do good um, I did attend the Casby Fall Conference, um, and it was very interesting. Um, they had a speaker from CU Denver, and I'm not a very big meeting person, um, but he had me taking notes um, the whole the entire time the speaker was talking. They, I couldn't write down stuff, so he turned around and gave me his book. Um, it was pretty good. Um, a lot of it was a, a process that. I had never been, I figured I'd be there a fly on the wall. Um, And next thing you know, I was voting on on some of the stuff that was going on there, so it was a good learning experience for me, and I probably wouldn't have went, but I went because I went for Ted this year, and uh, we'll see what happens next year. Thank you.
0: Um, Thank you all. Uh, I want to start out by thanking Dr. Long. I was unable to attend the last board meeting and really appreciate you stepping in and facilitating. Uh, So my update covers a little bit longer. Uh, As some others might have mentioned at the last meeting, we got to do a site visitor tour at the Miller Flats, the new apartment complex uh, right near Battle Mountain High School and that was super fun to get to see what those units look like inside just days before we welcomed the first um, district employees as new residents there and I drive that every day so it's fun to see bicycles and plants and and those units getting lived in. All Things Fall, on my end, I got to check out some events from partner organizations in the community. The Salvation Army hosts a really fun pumpkin and costume and Halloween-themed event, and my children really enjoyed that. Um, Also wrapped up soccer season with one of my kiddos who played with Lou's son. It was a really fun season seeing those boys step it up. Uh, and there's some other fun fall events coming up, too. I just feel so grateful that we have a community where all these organizations chip in to host fun activities for our kiddos. Uh, Gypsum's got a rec Treat going on at the rec center uh, next weekend, which will be a really fun big event, too. Uh, and then on the Mountain Youth front, we hosted an Eat Chat Connect event where we brought an author out a little while back named Tom Kirsting, talking about digital technology and the influence on developing brains. I learned a whole lot uh, and it was great to see some of our district employees there and appreciate the school district hosting that at the Edwards Early Learning Center. Getting to use that space was fabulous. And our next big event is coming up this Saturday. It's a Move Chat Connect, a free event where families can come out and ice skate. They can um, use ice skates for the night for free at Dubs and Ice Rink, uh, get a free meal, and hear from a local professional on the benefit of movement on our minds and on connection with families. Uh, so Saturday night this week, Move Chat Connect at Dubs and Ice Arena. Um, I think that's all I've got update-wise. Uh, it's nice to be back. Uh, As far as this meeting, uh, speaking of amazing community partners, if you can see, we've got one cued up here to share a little bit about what's going on with the Education Foundation of Eagle County, one of our valued partners. Wendy, Tessa, Amy, lovely to have you. Yeah, I think you're cued up there, we just do need to turn that mic on. Thank you.
12: make it there now you can see the whole whole sheet um, well thank you for having us here this evening um, we're your personal fan club <laughs> that's our that's our uh, position title and mission statement uh, so so just we thought we'd run through some of our successes since 2012 when the Education Foundation of Eagle County, for those of you don't know, um, used to be the Public Education Foundation of Eagle County. And after, unfortunately, a failed mill levy, um, a group of us came together in the Avon Library, a group of people who didn't know each other, who weren't friends, who all really cared about our community. and. It's where I met Tessa, it's where I met Kelly, um, and a number of my today's closest friends. And, um, and Tessa coined the phrase, uh, we need to be part of the solution. Like, it doesn't end here. We've got to continue this work because it's so important. Um, so we uh, rebranded ourselves to the Education Foundation of Eagle County, and our tagline is, be part of the solution. I'm gonna let Amy talk about, uh, just because it's at the top here, the incredible work that she has really single-handedly done in writing grants um, and working with the Colorado Health Foundation. You can see that that's our biggest number, and we really give all the credit to Amy for that work and her investment and love in our community and mental health in our schools um, for making this happen.
13: Hi. (laughs) Um, So for those of you who may or may not know, the BE Partners are a coalition of five organizations, Um, Mountain Youth, Speak Up, Reach Out, um, Red Ribbon Project, who is now PEER, um, and um, Bright Future Foundation. Right. Um, And this group has been working together collaboratively since about 2018-19 school year. Um, Efat got involved when we uh, kind of changed our mission a little bit to include mental health for our youth, social-emotional learning, and mental health for our teachers as well. And um, when I got involved, um, we do not deliver programs to the school district, but we recognize really valuable programs that are delivered to our school district. and. We wanted to support those programs, and f- the best way we could do that is to help find funding and be a convener for the- those groups. And so we have, in the past four years, raised um, this much money. It doesn't all go to EFAC. We've split it all between the other organizations so they can deliver the programs in our schools, which is... Uh, sexual health and violence prevention and life skills and substance uh, reduction use reduction and um, and yeah so we've 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 I think our biggest accomplishment this year was that we had a youth advisor and she was an absolutely incredible Eagle Valley high school senior and she was able to really work with our youth equity stewards and our um, Mountain Pride youth and a lot of our higher risk and youth and really gather their feedback on what these programs, the effect, their cultural relevancy um, and how we are as, as a community serving our youth, we needed to hear back from them and how effective we are. So we got a really great report from her and We just need to move forward and continue working with our youth and really provide this bottom-up information for us as adults to understand how our work is uh, uh, implicated or reflected. And the other thing that I'm also working on, it is mental health as well, but it's um, the Avon Skate Park. We are the uh, fiscal sponsor for that project. And it is specifically um, an equity-based project with the town of Avon and um, strong support from the Colorado Health Foundation to get kids out being more physical for their mental health as well as being more connected with each other and with the community in general. So we want the skate park to be in the open, big, beautiful. Don't hide the kids away. Don't hide people away who like to skateboard. um, They're people too
12: so <laughs> um, so the other uh, numbers that you see on this chart um, classroom equity grants we've done that for a long time again these are totals since 2012 um, we've had some terrific support from Vale Health in funding stem grants across the valley and uh, we're looking forward to awarding grants here shortly um, from several applications that we received from across the district, Um, still in the little orange quadrant. Um, The $140,000 to outreach to raise community awareness for education funding, Um, that is is also advocacy money that Amy was able to write a grant for that we received to help pass um, 2020's 5B. Um, And it's also money that EFEC uh, spends to do some of the things that we're doing right now around the current mill and bond campaign. Um, It's something that we feel like is important to always be communicating to our community so that when there is a mill or a bond, any kind of initiative that the school district is asking for a vote of the people, um, that that outreach has already happened and it's not a surprise. Um, So we're we're really proud of that work. I'm um, gonna pop back up to the top, the purple um, quadrant. And when we talk about mental health support for teachers, um, right now, probably the biggest program and effort that EFEC is making is uh, putting individuals into uh, our schools to cover lunch and recess duty um, for teachers who, and short staff schools. Um, we have probably 20, um, mostly Hispanic, grandmas, one grandpa, um, and some parents. And these are the most beautiful stories. Um, Our our grandmas, in particular, they come to our office in pure joy from having spent time with kids. Um, And the kids, when we go to schools and see the work that they're doing, are hanging onto their legs and hugging them. And there is just so much love and connection and, and then the thank yous that we're receiving from our educators for giving them back planning time and lunch time. Um, we just can't say enough good things about the results of this program. Um, We're continuing our effective Apple Awards and we just actually selected our October winner. So everybody get excited for a $500 prize going out to an educator in uh, one of our schools here shortly. Last year we were really thrilled um, during Teacher Appreciation Week to give out one Apple Award a day. Um, We had some additional funding and, and so we were able to increase the impact of that award. We receive hundreds of nominations from parents, from kids, and from colleagues saying great things about the work that our educators and staff are doing in Eagle County Schools. And if you ever um, just need a night of warmth and coziness, I will send you the nominations because um, it's it's like a hug fest. It's really really terrific, the things that are going on in our schools and that we get to hear about it through those nominations. Distinguished Teacher Scholarship Awards that happen uh, at the end of the year. We've invested around $156,000 in furthering educators' education. um, And we receive applications that we would love to fill and are always working to fundraise more for that terrific program. Um, And then Evening of Stars is our annual celebration uh, and shout out to all staff who work for Eagle County Schools and um, we look forward to that on the last day of the year, June 2nd, this year. How do I? So, of the programs we just talked about, this is um, just a quick summary. Let's make sure, I I don't think we forgot, oh, we did. We forgot Wild West Day. Um, We just enjoyed a fantastic Wild West Day, around 3,000 people, um, community members, School kids, families uh, joined us at Four Eagle Ranch for a phenomenal day of fundraising for our elementary school PTA and PTOS. Um, If you haven't been to Wild West Day, it's a hoot. Um, Giddy up! Uh, School. uh, We also this summer we had our School of Rock summer camp. which was a huge success. We had two weeks uh, in Minturn uh, Mike Bokey, actually, he helped Pinch Hit and came and taught at one week of our camp. And he shared with me that in one week, he fit in basically a year-long um, course on music. And so by the end of the week, these kids were playing the ukulele and singing. And um, I think it was as incredible of an experience for Mr. Bokey as it was for the kids um, to be able to pack that much in in a short amount of time. Um, We continue to work on local advocacy as I was mentioning before. We just put a short list in here of our big wins in 2016, 3A and 3B. In 2020, 5B. And in 2023, uh, we're working on getting out the vote. We are, as a nonprofit, allowed to endorse initiatives. And we highly endorse 5A and 5B. Um, and and thank you for putting it on the ballot. Um, we also work with Great Education Colorado and have a slate that we'll be sharing with the public on how to be a public education voter. Um, so we look at the entire state of Colorado um, and what statewide initiatives will be on the ballot. And we share with our community um, the best way to be a public education voter. Um, this year, I can share that we are yes on HH, yes on II, yes on 5A and 5B. Um, we, uh, I'm going to move through the leadership development. I talked a little bit about that with our um, with our support staff. Um, we used to call it our volunteer corps uh, because the way that the individuals work in our schools is they apply to be a volunteer and they go and they get their fingerprints. And so we made that's we called it the volunteer corps, but we've changed it to support staff. Um, so that's why we've got that in there uh, and. Uh, Amy shared the Avon Skate Park fiscal sponsorship. EFIC is also proud to be the fiscal sponsor of Eagle County Gives, a coalition of around 60 nonprofits who come together around Colorado Gives Day to support each other's marketing efforts and getting the word out to our community. I think we've covered mental health. Now this is the the drum roll. We need a drum roll. This year, the Education Foundation of Eagle County won the Vale Daily's Best of the Vale Valley, Best Community Outreach Project, Best Nonprofit Civic Support Organization, Best Event, Project Funway, and Best Summer Camp Program, School of Rock. So. At all.
13: <laughs> What's that? Not rigged
12: at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, just, I think, to end on what we all feel really strongly about, and the work that EFEC is um, incredibly proud of in our community is, is pulling together campaigns and, uh, and all the fundraising and everything that goes on around that. Um, as I shared, uh, we are able to work on that um, under our 501c3. The campaign committee is different. Um, It's Citizens for Exceptional Eagle County Schools and um, to date we've raised about $40,000 to get the word out to um, our greater community and I I just wanna thank anyone who's donated, who's given. Um, We've seen some opposition out there so those donations help us cross the finish line. Um, And they go towards things like sending postcards to all of our registered voters, to the yard signs that you've seen around town, um, to newspaper advertising, to digital advertising, radio advertising, I mean, anything in the marketing world that you can imagine. Um, We'll be mailing out around 5,000 postcards, all personally handwritten to our most likely voters. Uh, And you'll see a lot of other activity, Uh, but those donations, they make a huge difference. if you go to yesforecsd.com, you'll find a lot of information to share with family and friends, and we just, uh, Education Foundation of Eagle County is asking everyone to vote, and to vote yes. And we're, we love you guys. <laughs>
13: no, we
12: really
4: do. No, really, we really do. That's, thanks for, for, thanks that's for, what we've
12: got.
0: Thanks for being here tonight, and I was going to say thanks for being in our fan club, but thanks for being our fan club. (laughs) We really appreciate everything that EFAC has going on. Can I ask a question? Yes. I
12: don't know. Please ask a question.
13: Uh,
3: As I think you know, we are updating, revising, amending all of our memorandum of understandings with our partners. Do you know where yours is in that process? I do not. Sandy. It's
13: probably gonna be signed very soon. So we have not had one of the, uh, an MOU with them in the past, but we need to incorporate all the different events and put it into one MOU. But it is on my to-do list.
0: Thank you. All right, thanks. Uh, next up, we have a strategic plan update, our communications plan stock take report. If I remember correctly, this might be a reschedule. Is that right? Possibly. Uh, so we're glad that it has worked out for you to be here. That's right, we had some funky scheduling situations happen with meetings in the past. Elements out of our control. So uh, well, Matt I'm Miano. happy to be
14: here. I wanted to say thank you to EFECT2 before I dive in for everything mm-hmm. they're doing to help support us.
0: Thank you, Lelia. Oh, Missy, for being on tech
14: tonight, sorry. Uh, So I'm gonna do this more like the student, or the school improvement plans, and not really go through the slides. Uh, Just make a couple of high-level observations and share a few things with you. Um, A couple of things I do wanna point out, at least on this first slide. Uh, We did just recently update the strategic plan uh, based on your guidance, but there's also some new imagery and whatnot, so that's freshened up a little bit. also wanted to tell you a little bit about our department. Um, there, it is a team of three. At this point, we've actually achieved some longevity. Uh, Eric Martinez has been with the district now for nine years. Uh, Taylor Lower has been here for six years and four years in her current role. Uh, and I've been in the role for just over two years. Uh, so I, it feels like we're hitting a pretty good stride and able to communicate things out in a pretty positive manner. So I consider that to be a, a highlight. Um, When it comes to communication plan, our priority number one simply put is we want to meet the information needs of the families. Uh, Sometimes that could be weather closures or road closures as we saw a few weeks ago. Uh, Sometimes it's a uh, informational thing regarding technology uh, or an emergency or crisis communication. So whatever the subject matter is, uh, it's up to us to just get that information out to the families clearly, concisely, and honestly quickly. And I'm gonna touch on that here in one of one of my next couple of little note cards. I notice no one uses note cards. I feel like I'm aging myself. Uh, so the first thing we try to do, our method for, for putting out communication is get, uh, figuring out what we think will be the most effective. Uh, so with a snow day, a text message seems to be, like everyone is gonna look at that phone and say, okay, Snowda, I know what's going on. Uh, There's other things where emails are a little bit more effective. Uh, Informationally speaking, uh, we'll do a a monthly newsletter, both to staff and to families. Uh, We'll also use social media where that seems appropriate. So uh, it's just gauging what that message is and how that outreach will best be received. The other component that we do, though, is support schools in how they feel their outreach is best received. Mitch left too. Mitch is a huge believer in Facebook. And so I say, Mitch, if that's how you want to communicate to your families, we support you. Uh, my wife's a kindergarten teacher. She believes in class dojo. OK, use class dojo. Uh, so just being you know, a backbone throughout the district, understanding that everyone has a slightly different approach, uh, a slightly different demographic, and a different understanding of how that demographic likes to receive their information. Uh, we try to be open-minded to that, work with each school, each administrator, at times uh, different teachers. Um, I actually met Kelly Adrian last year. She reached out uh, to, for some help on a project that she was working with for her M-term class, uh, just randomly, and I said, yeah, I'll come out and I'll sit down with you. And we worked with a 501C3 out of, I believe it was California, and she was building this climbing program and for her kids that was gonna go from her M term into an actual climbing club. Uh, And I said, yeah, how can we help you facilitate this? I mean, it sounds like it had some pretty good success. So so when it comes to crisis communications, uh, basically what we do is I wait to get a phone call or a text message, usually from my good friend Katie Jarno, but sometimes from other administrators or other principals and whatnot, letting me know what's going on. Uh, From there, the three of us, Eric Taylor and I, will pull together the vital pieces of information. Uh, Sometimes the public wants more than we're able to give them, so kind of parsing out what is shareable, and then putting it in a very clear and concise manner to hopefully alleviate any questions. Uh, And then the other tricky component is we're up against the clock, because the rumor mill will start to turn. Social media will start to turn. Uh, So uh, I don't know if I've ever actually included this goal, but I did put it in the stock take. Uh, Our goal is about 15 to 20 minutes from start to finish. So when I get that phone call, if we can get that message written, translated, and reviewed, and then sent out in whatever method uh, we're going to send it out, if we're doing it in that 15 to 20 minute window, that seems to be the sweet spot. Sometimes it works. Depending on how many eyes you need to get on the message, sometimes it it takes a little bit longer. Uh, But again, I think that's an area where Eric Taylor and I have kind of come together and, and really excel to, to hit that mark pretty pretty well. Uh, another piece that we do is maintain the communications toolbox. Uh, that lives on a Google Drive. It is open to every district employee within that communications toolbox. Our various letterheads, uh, logos, presentation templates, our brand guide, uh, and it, it really is there for everyone uh, to utilize it and hope we hopefully, we can create some consistency in the brand, which leads me to one of the new things that we did this year. And this one I do want to pull up because I think it's kind of cool. We, uh, so a couple years ago we redid our website and in redoing the website, each school got essentially their own website. It is branded to their school, their logos, their colors and whatnot. Uh, so taking that next step, This year we've started to convert business cards as people request business cards. They used to just be in the district's colors and now you can get it in the school's color, which is pretty cool. Uh, And then we've done the same with presentations. Uh, It's been an ongoing process, uh, but I think it gives a little bit more ownership to each school, uh, you know, Who do you work for? I work for Gypsum Creek. I mean, yes, you are an offshoot of Eagle County School District, but if I'm a teacher at Gypsum Creek, that might be more where I want to identify. And uh, we're just trying, bless you, uh, we just try to support that. And so I thought that was a pretty cool step forward this year. Uh, Another new thing this year that uh, we really tried to make happen pretty quickly based on a lot of questions we got over the summer uh, is just making access to principals a little bit easier. Uh, so we spearheaded, and I know Phil mentioned this maybe last meeting, maybe two meetings ago, but we have added on the Contact Us page a direct email, the principal button, uh, that you can very easily find that, reach out. It goes to the principal and then the corresponding superintendent, assistant superintendent uh, for that level. Uh, and so hopefully that is just you know, increasing parent engagement and making it easier for them to reach out. That's it for my note cards. Before we go to questions, though, I know uh, Efek was talking a little bit about what they've been doing for 5A, 5B. We recently finished, and by recently, I mean about an hour and 25 minutes ago. um, What we're able to do in the Fair Campaigns Act is a factual summary of what 5A and 5B are. Um, And so it took a little bit of doing, but uh, we pull it across the finish line. You cannot go to our website or any school's website, henceforth, until after November 7th without this being right in your face. Uh, We've also built it into a web page as well. And again, we've been trying to do the outreach that we can, Uh, like Phil had mentioned, him visiting schools. We've got him uh, scheduled to uh, do a TV appearance on the morning show uh, for TV eight. Uh, So just continuing that education and outreach uh, in the manner that the district is able to. And so not exactly communication plan, but just wanted to throw that in. So what do you got, Dan? Oh, yes. I got a lemon bar waiting for me over there if I do well. I have a question. All right.
9: You mentioned um, helping support individual schools with their communications um, and staying open to how they want to communicate. Like what, how? Do you do you like really get in there to help them with like well it the depends because I mean like I, I use my wife
14: for the example I don't know how to use Class Dojo so it isn't necessarily a matter of getting in and helping them with the software but the first thing we do is we don't say you have to do it this way. This, it's this way or the highway. The second thing we will do is help them to craft a message depending on what it is that they want to do. I do think most teachers are going to do what they want because they're just reaching out to, you know, to parents of their classroom. But if I get you know, a, a principal from up valley that says, hey, a, a student wandered off the bus and we need help spreading the word, OK, well, what are your thoughts? And we just kind of talk it through. Uh, and work together and will help them craft the message. Uh, I am in the advantageous position that Eric Martinez is on my staff and he's a translator. So he we can kind of get that translation done very quickly. Uh, we translate 100% of everything we send out to families through the communications department. Some schools will handle that differently at times. Um, That's how we handle it. But again, it's more just an open conversation, whether that's a text message or a phone call. What's the situation? Where are you at? Because if I've got a principal running around on a cell phone trying to find a kid, She doesn't need to, or he need to start a Google doc to write an email. So we just start to build it, and then it's just communication with them, uh, and then asking them, how do you want to get it out? And sometimes that is a text message through that too. So I mean, Bright Arrow, our messenger service, allows us to do emails, text messages, and phone calls. Uh, You can do one or all three, or a combination of them. Uh, And so it makes it pretty effective to to get the word out pretty quickly. Does that answer the question?
9: Yeah. And I guess um, that's more like individual situations, like when it's, like, for example, like the week-to-week emails that maybe
14: schools send out. So newsletters, they kind of do more on their own. Uh, And that's usually done just through like a MyEmma newsletter listserv. That stuff is more exclusively for them, uh, and we don't get involved in that, generally speaking. Um, Again, just thinking they know their community a little better. Uh, We will do our monthly newsletter, and we will get things from different departments uh, that they want to share, but uh, we kind of leave that to to the school. I mean, I get my EVMS pirate log from uh, Eric Mandeville, and I read up so I know what's going on at my daughter's school, uh, but I'm not involved in the writing of that which she probably prefers.
2: Do we have the ability to send out, like when you're saying if there's a situation and you can send out like a text, an email and uh, something, is that district wide? Do we have the, the ability to like send it out to say, just schools east of, you know, Edwards about a mountain east Yeah, there? so
14: I'm not an expert in this software, but I've been learning as much as I possibly can and yes, we literally can send it to bus route 6, 8, and 12. If those are the affected bus routes, uh, we just go into Bright Arrow, the software, and you select those lists. Uh, we can choose all elementary school girls if we wanted. We could send it to all of the boys' football team. I mean, it's you can really pare it down and and specialize who you are sending it to. Uh, And so we will do that commonly. Uh, And a lot of times, it's just one school. So we'll just send it to the school. Sometimes we'll send it to students, parents, and staff. Uh, So yeah, there's a lot of versatility uh, with how we can craft it and who we can craft it to. Any other
0: questions or comments?
14: If you guys ever do have any other questions, too, feel free to reach out. Much like Phil, I try to be infinitely invitational. I mean, my office is next door, I have to be. (laughs) He sets a good example.
0: Thank you very much, Matt. Yeah, thank you guys. Sorry for the delay.
14: Yeah. Oh, and definitely thank my team because, yeah, they're the backbone. So kudos to them.
0: Thank you. All right, and next up is our last official agenda item and actually our only action item for the night. Uh, unfortunately, Shelley Smith was not able to make it. There have been a proposed revision to policy GP7, our committee structure, um, and my name is on there. So I will do my best at kind of giving a little bit of background. I don't know a ton of detail, but happy to try to field questions and Phil can help with that as well, hopefully. Uh, So as we can see in our description here, we've had a Colorado Preschool Program Committee, and for some time now, we have merged a couple of committees that work on early childhood to fulfill a few grant obligations. Uh, We no longer need the Colorado Preschool Program Committee, and so there's a proposal to replace that with ERVLCO.
9: Let's see here. Just pulling up. Michelle, can I jump in here? Yes. I think I, um, I this is about Colorado state having UPK now. And um, the state used to govern the pre-K through the, C, with the CPP committee commitments. And now we're going to move to the ERV LCO um, committee and monitor the UPK. Program through that instead.
0: Thank you so much. I'm really glad that you're able to (laughs) provide a bit more background. It's all preschool business, and originating from the state. Thank you. I'm just gonna outline a few of those acronyms for folks that might be viewing, uh, because I know in our agenda notes we just have a lot of the acronyms. But the Eagle River Valley Local Coordinating Organization is the advisory group that's recommended to. Uh, kind of replace as the decision-making body uh, and includes organizations and agencies that work with kids and families throughout Eagle County. And uh, yeah, I think Lelia covered the rest of the pertinent information. Any other background you know of that you'd like to share or any other
9: questions that we wanna review as a group here? I think um, Shelley gave a great explanation of um, Eagle, county um, raising their hand to be the LCO for this area and um, I think although UPK has had its challenges getting started I think Eagle County has um, been apparently a shining example of how to um, make it all happen as best as possible as the things change and adjust to make it as possible um, as great as it possibly can be. So um, I'm looking forward to having um, this new committee to, uh, to keep an eye on UPK. Thank you, Lilia. Do you know uh, examples of
0: some of the organizations that might be a part of that group? Or is that still to be determined?
9: We really need Shelley here, to but I think, um, So I think it's all the preschools that are a part of um, UPK in the district. And um, this is a committee that's going to um, communicate with the state and um, monitor the preschools.
0: Thank you. Any other questions or background anyone else might have on this item?
1: If not, I'll move to approve the proposed changes to GP7, the committee structure as presented.
0: Thank you, Dr. Long. Second. Thank you very much, Lou. Can I just ask one question? Sure, so of and course. Probably,
2: so, Lily, you've been serving, so is this now, or the committee you're going to be now serving on is, now moved from what it was is that because aren't we supposed to be assigning a member to as part of this or no, are we just, yeah, we're supposed to be approving a
9: committee member, right? I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy to do it.
0: That would be incredible. Yeah. I, I believe it says we aren't required, but it would be helpful to have a board member as our liaison and I think we have most years in the past. We really appreciate your service in that end. Thanks. All right, we have a motion and a second. Any other questions or comments? All right, Missy, I think we're ready to vote, please. Thank
2: you, Madam President. Mrs. Alter? Aye. Mrs. Connellan? Aye. Dr. Long? Aye. Mr. Pena? Aye. Mr. Reynolds?
3: Aye. Mrs.
2: Decker? Aye. Mrs. T. Varkunas? Aye. Motion passes 7-0, thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Missy. All right, as we wind down, this is the portion where we like to take a moment to reflect on our effectiveness tonight. Uh, does anybody have any comments on how we advanced the district's goals and mission, impacted student learning, or how we did as far as our governance policies?
1: Each time the uh, principals come to talk about the uh, progress or the opportunities and challenges at the different schools that we, that we oversee and that we support. I'm always amazed at the difference in uh, the educational options that our, our district has. I mean, to have a fully functioning online school that supports elementary through high school, uh, it's just a perfect opportunity for our students who aren't fitting well into our regular um, academic offerings. Also, it's, uh, it's a great uh, s- sense of pride, I think, that we're able to offer Red Canyon to those students who are looking for an alternative educational experience. And then we have just um, super, super opportunities at the high schools, middle schools, and grade schools. I'm not even mentioning VSSA for those uh, s- students who wanna f- follow an athletic route while they're going to school. Um, when I first moved here five years ago, I thought, can we really offer those many different types of options for our students? And uh, I'm proud to say we do offer them, and I think we offer them very well. So it's, uh, it's always a blessing to hear the principals come and, and report, and um, many times some of the, the changes and the demographics and the shifts in population do cause a big strain on our academic achievement, but I'm, I'm confident that we can focus on that. We have the resources. And that if we uh, do come together as a district and a community, we'll be successful in in getting these students uh, to the finish line for career and college readiness. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Dr. Long. Appreciate that reflection. Any others on tonight? Okay. Hearing none. Meeting adjourned. Thank you.